all of the meal planning services I've tried that offer a full day's meals have you cooking a different thing for breakfast every single day. And I don't know about you, but that is overwhelming for me, especially when I have kids who may not want to eat that. And so I'm cooking something else for them too. And pretty soon I feel like it's mom's diner. Welcome to the Sick Mom's Guide podcast. If my mom can do it, you can too. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Hardy. I've got seven children, ages 6 to 28, and multiple chronic illnesses. And I've started this podcast to give a voice to moms with chronic illness. Right now, we're doing a series about organizing our lives. And today, we're going to talk about meal planning and how to make simple and quick and easy and healthy meals. That is a feat in itself. And I have again with me the wonderful Sarah Moore, who's going to teach us a masterclass on some epic meal planning. Here she is. Hi, I'm Sarah Moore. I'm a working mom who loves to cook, but sometimes I need to get food on the table as close to instantly as possible. In fact, scratch that. I need to get food on the table as close to instantly as possible most days. Although I'm a project planner by day, I hate to spend much time on meal planning and any other planning that goes into feeding my family healthy food. That's why I came up with several strategies that help take the pressure off and do it without a lot of effort from me. Actually, most of the strategies have been created by other people. That's how little effort I like to spend. I just pulled them all together and tweaked them until they fit me perfectly, which is key in any of the strategies I give my clients for anything. You have to tweak things until it fits you perfectly. And it's okay to take pieces of one strategy and pieces of another strategy and mash them together to make what fits your situation um, and your family. So let's start with breakfast. All of the meal planning services I've tried that offer a full day's meals have you cooking a different thing for breakfast every single day. And I don't know about you, but that is overwhelming for me, especially when I have kids who may not want to eat that. And so I'm cooking something else for them too. And pretty soon I feel like it's mom's diner. When it became overwhelming for me, I said, forget it. We're going to have a go-to breakfast dish for everyone in the family that's often eaten every day from Monday through Friday. Um, And we have fun with breakfast on the weekends and serve things that need cooking instead of stressing out over breakfast during the week. So on the weekends, I'll make the pancakes. Um, On weekends, uh, this past weekend, I made, um, it it was supposed to be fried green uh, eggs benedict but it actually was fried red eggs benedict because i didn't have any green ones but the red ones were delicious but i use cooking on for breakfast on the weekend as more of a family activity during the week we have to get up get fed get out um so i want something that everybody knows what they're going to have you know before they even get down to the kitchen um these days my daughter my youngest daughter is a teenager so she eats um she makes her own breakfast, so she will eat her same thing every day, and I will eat my same thing. Now, it doesn't mean that for the rest of your life you eat one thing for breakfast. I usually um, eat for the same thing every day for during the week for probably four or five weeks, and then I get bored, and then I switch it up to something else. But so for, for right now, it's, um, it, I'm eating a chunky monkey bowl, which is two bananas and a sauce made from milk and 
peanut butter, rolled oats, chia seeds, and some spices. And that's the thing that I eat every day, Monday through Friday. Um, and I've eaten it for the last three weeks, and I'll probably give it another couple of weeks, and then I'll switch to something else because the weather here is getting colder, so I'm probably going to switch to a warm a warm breakfast, but even then I will probably prepare some quinoa or some rice at the beginning of the week and just nuke it every day. Um, the way, you know, to, you have, it's a streamlined breakfast. You know, it's, it's a overwhelming to do something different for everyone and something different for um, every day. And so it's, I find it a lot easier, just same thing, Monday through Friday, the same thing every day. And if you can get everybody to eat it so much, the better. If you can't, then um, once kids are like five, six, seven years old, they can start preparing their own breakfast with some direction. And, you know, I have a teenager now who gets up and gets her own breakfast without direction. Um, and that, that doesn't happen by itself. That takes some time. So moving on to lunch, the best, which means fastest, easiest and healthiest things to have lunch in this house is for everyone to have dinner leftovers. Um, the kids can take them in an insulated food jar in their lunch box so that they stay hot until lunchtime. Adults take leftovers in a microwave container because most of us have offices that have microwaves in them now. And if you don't, just take the same insulated food jar that the kids are taking, just probably not with the Barbie on it because then you'll get um, ribbed at work. Ask me how I know. <laughs> um, so this is this makes... It, it's a bonus because you only have to cook once for two meals. So you cook um, dinner on, say, Monday night, take the leftovers for Tuesday lunchtime. So you're only really cooking five different meals during the week. And, and on the weekends, you can do um, fun things with the family or eat out. But during the week, when you've got limited time, um, you can eat two meals from cooking once. In fact, Often what I will do is make three or four meals from cooking once and either freeze half or we'll eat the same, you know, we'll eat the ratatouille on Monday and Wednesday and also for Tuesday lunch. Um, I know my grandparents didn't used to have different thing for every meal um, every day. So, and, and that's the way I grew up. And um, probably if we look back, a lot of us um, had a lot less variety in our diets growing up as than we do now um so we've, we've just kind of gotten used to the variety so we can get used to not having variety so for those days that i don't have any leftovers because it was a big hit or it was just a recipe that happened to only make enough for one meal i have a list of pre-approved lunchbox options so that, that means at the beginning of each season i sit with my daughter for a few minutes to update her list of options for entree side and dessert or snack um, and many of the options on the list are made quickly from pantry staples or can be frozen and kept just in case. This means that what to put in the lunchbox is never a cause for stress and is never a cause for uh, rushing around in the morning. I always either, if I, if I know I'm not going to have leftovers the night before, because you do, you put the food you know, away, you do the dishes and you know you've not got any leftovers. So that's when I look at my checklist of uh, kid approved lunchbox options that she has come up with that she would be happy to eat and um, that's the way that's what I go with for the next day and it helps to make sure that you've always got some things that are pantry staples that can be used um, 
to make the meals um, so that you can just grab something and, and put it together. Which brings us up to dinner, uh, which I know is a big stressor for a lot of you um, and me too, because you, it's the end of the day, everybody's wound up, everybody's um, tired, um, physically and mentally exhausted. And, you know, um, and like, I'm like a lot of working parents. There are times when I'm getting late, at, uh, late getting out of work. I got to get dinner on the table fast before we head out with the kids to practices and games. And it's at times like that, that I don't even have time to make a 30 minute meal. Um, it's got to be pretty instant. I need to get dinner on the table in the time it takes to boil pasta and no more. So about 10 minutes. And I've come up with a, a few ways to do that. One of them, my secrets to getting a good, healthy dinner on the table fast is always to have dry pasta and frozen vegetables on hand and to use a no-cook sauce, which is made from pantry and fridge staples. Um, if, so with these few ingredients, I can come up with pretty much instant pasta sauces. Um, and if you're not veggies like us, you can throw in some already cooked or quickly cooking meat or fish to complement the dish. Um, so, and, and these days, there are so many vegetable mixes in the grocery store, freezer section, and even uh, ready-cooked uh, meats that you can make the meal special really easily. Um, and many of them can be steamed right in the bag, saving time and money on, you know, cleanup and, and dishes that uh, didn't get dirty. But if you don't, and if you don't want pasta, you can substitute rice, rice which can be cooked ahead and stored in the freezer. Um, or you can buy, I know Trader Joe's has some wonderful pre-cooked frozen um, rices um, that you can just keep in the freezer and, and, and grab a bag and go and they're instant dinner. Um, of course, much more instant than that is, is the leftovers that you froze because you cooked a double batch um, earlier on in the week or the previous week. Um, so oh, the other thing you can do is bake potatoes. Takes a few minutes to cook in the microwave. Quinoa or other whole grains cook up fast too. So it's, it's basically a, a grain or a base and then vegetables and a sauce and um, meat or, or fish if you want to add that too. And, you know, one, some of the, the, sort of the quickest ways to make sauces that I've found are just to grab a dip, um, which you can buy or make yourself and, and ahead of time and, um, and keep in the fridge. So um, for Mediterranean dishes, you can use pesto, jarred pesto or pesto or jarred salads such as caponato or tapenade or um, hummus, one of my favorite uh, sauces. You drain the pasta and just put a big dollop of hummus into the pot and stir it up and the heat and the um, water still sticking to the pasta will actually thin out the sauce, the hummus into a sauce um, a lot easier. So um, you know, baba ganoush or tahini or, or, you know, these are great things. You can drop them on pasta, mix them into rice, um, mix in the vegetables, throw on some pre-cooked chicken, and you've got a fantastic healthy meal. Um, if you love to meal plan, you can meal plan. Um, planning ahead and always having this, the pantry staples and, you know, having a meal plan um, is a great way to take the stress off, but it doesn't need to be your own meal plan. You don't need to sit and spend hours and hours and hours meal planning. Um, there are, you, if you Google it, uh, there are a ton, a ton of 
meal planning services out there. I use one from Forks Over Knives that gives me, I think, five or six different dishes to cook um, for the, the week. And they do double portions and, and repeats. And it's great to have a plan that somebody else put together that fits my family. And you can find one to fit any kind of eating style and um, just grab those. They're very inexpensive. Uh, cook and they even show you a lot of them how to prep ahead for the week, which saves you time during the week. Um, so it's really, those are really easy, you know, great time savers there. Um, if you don't like the, if you like the idea of meal planning, but want to be a little looser, uh, what we used to do and still do for some meals is to assign a theme to each day. Um, in our house, Monday is past the day, Tuesday, well, of course, it's Taco Tuesday. Um, and then I use the meal plan for the rest of the days. Um, we've had burger day, pizza day, Indian food day, British food day. Um, there are a bunch of different themes that you can pick because most of us have our favorite go-to pasta dishes, for example, or our favorite go-to taco toppings. And so you can always have, you know, we always pretty much every week have the exact same thing on a Tuesday it makes it so much easier to plan because it's the same soy riso and um, shredded lettuce and pico de gallo and a tortilla and some sauce and you know and it's the same thing if, if I've always got that I've always got a meal and um, and we can be rebels and have tacos on Thursday as well because I've always got the taco fixing and so if Thursday's meal has to get on the table instantly nobody turns their nose up at tacos twice in a week um, which brings me to, you know, the bar approach, you know, salad bar, potato bar, you know, taco bar, um, making all these toppings on Tuesdays. I make all the toppings ahead of time. I make sure they're all in containers in the fridge. I just have to nuke a couple of them and we are ready to go. Dinner is on the table in five minutes flat. Um, so there are, that's another way to do it. If you have a baked potato bar, um, have at least one topping and and one sauce for everybody um usually potato um tomato sauce or you know salsa is a good one that uh, people will like make it simple and make it so that everybody can grab and go if they need to um and um so what I do, as I said, Monday is pasta day, Tuesday is tacos, Wednesday to Friday, I have a meal plan that I buy that covers five or six different dishes each week. So I schedule those in the rest of the days. Sometimes on the weekends, I'll take one day where we eat out for all three meals and eat leftovers for the next day. Um, so I have that core strategy, but it also has the, f the flexibility to adapt to our needs, our busyness, um, whether we've got too much cooked food in the fridge so we have a leftovers day. Um, and this is what keeps me on track, but it's also simplifying it. You know, it's okay to have the same thing for breakfast every week. It's okay to have tacos twice in a week. You know, most of us are kids. If we gave them the opportunity, um, I don't know about yours, but mine would probably be very happy to eat pizza or certainly when they were younger, the teenager is a little, uh, uh, pickier now but um back when when in my busy days when she was uh, little you know pizza chicken nuggets and 
uh, mac and cheese if we ate those three times a day you know seven days a week she would have been happy so uh, we can we can take a, a belief out of the kids book and simplify things so that we have repeats um you know there's nothing wrong with having leftovers for lunch the next day often if it's a stew or something it's actually tastier the next day and you can serve it over rice or serve it over pasta um, shake things up a bit and make it a little bit different but um so you simplify plan ahead and uh, but simplify 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 that is the way that i get dinner on the table without stressing about it um and Rarely do I get to the end of the day and think I have got nothing to cook um, because I've got the pantry staples. I've got things that I've that, that are family favorites that we always keep stuff around for. So um, love to hear your ideas on how you make um, food simpler in your homes. I think if we all share in um, Jen's group uh, on Facebook, then it, it help. We all get ideas on how we can simplify, plan ahead, and just um, make food a less of a stressor in our lives, um, and then give us more time for other things. So thank you very much for listening, and I look forward to the discussion in Jen's group. And you can find that group on Facebook. It's called Chronically Positive Moms, and you can go to jenhardy.net and we're starting the Chronically Positive Moms Club. Chronic, chronically because we're chronic, positive because we are trying to be positive in the midst of everything we're going through with our illness and health and everything. And moms because we're moms, most of us. Some of us in there aren't moms. So if you're not a mom and you're a woman, come in and join us. I got to tell you, the thing I love about this episode the very most is that Sarah said I could go buy breakfast, lunch, and dinner out for my family all in one day. I've honestly never given myself permission to do that unless I am on vacation. So Sarah, I am going to take you up on that and try it. Then she said we can use the leftovers from that meal for the next day. How wonderful is that? That means a whole weekend of not cooking at all. Wow. I'm my mind is just completely blown. I don't know. I'm an adult. I can make these adult decisions. And for some reason, I've never even thought of them. So thank you, Sarah, for opening my eyes to that. And I love the idea of having the same breakfast over and over. I know my kids do that already. So it's okay to give ourselves permission to do things differently, just because everybody else does things a certain way. We don't have to do that. Why are we making things so hard on ourselves? Sarah, Thank you for making my life easier. I cannot believe how much has changed in my household in these past few weeks of listening to your episodes. You are absolutely fabulous. And I encourage you to follow Sarah. There are links to all the ways you can follow her and to her website in the show notes. I highly encourage you to do that because you're going to get ideas like this all the time. She puts out some great information and I'm so thrilled to be able to call her my friend. So thank you so much. And also, I would like to call you my friend. So friend, please come and join me at one of the Chronically Positive Mom groups. We're transitioning over from Facebook, but the Facebook group will never stop. It will be there. It'll kind of be casual chat in there, letting people know. And then we get really open and honest in the group on the site, which is in beta testing now. It's about to open and I am so excited. So I look forward to getting to know you there. I hope that you are having an absolutely wonderful week. My music today is A New Day by Scott Holmes. And this 
episode was sponsored by the book, The Sick Mom's Guide to Having Fun Again, If I Can Do It, You Can Too, available online anywhere you can buy books. I look forward to talking to you next week and sharing the secret last episode that Sarah is going to share. So join me next week and find out what she's got cooking. 